Vegetable people, here is our extended interview with Gord Animations from episode 100 of the Ultimate Unofficial VeggieTales podcast. But first, our mandatory introductory musical uh, clip called a theme song. If you love your veggies and want more to know, then I've got for you a spectacular show. We'll be giving you facts with leaders worldwide and bringing in guests for the lot of the time. If you search for your hair, I've got cheeseburgers too, and I'm happy to say we got a show for you. <laughs> no, just the uh, the BBC voice. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Gord Animations. We have Gord Animations on the podcast. Gord, how's it going today? Well, gee, mister, I've been having a good day today. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I'm very glad to hear it. We have a very special interview planned for the viewers after this brief 15 and a half minute infomercial on uh, life support. We will be back. For the interview, thank you. Uh, thank you. Life thank support. You. Life support. That's or, what I say. Life support or what is it? Life alert. Life alert. I've fallen and I can't get up. That's it. That's the thing. <laughs> Best ad ever. <laughs> the expressions of the people in the ad that they edit, they, they make them go like, whoa, just fall back in slow motion. It's uh, They're crazy. They're going, they're, they're going down. It's cinema, you know? If I've ever seen cinema, that's cinema. So, Gord Animations. Me. You. What is your hope? <laughs> you. Yay. Me. Him. What is your hope? Oh, Gord Animatio, as my computer is saying. Gord Animatio, what is your hope for the future of VeggieTales? My hope for the future of VeggieTales. That's kind of a very, it's a very tough question to answer because... There is no hope. Well, I I would legitimately say that because a large part of the tragedy of VeggieTales isn't like just the bankruptcy, but, you know, general TV, shows are supposed to end at some point. That's true. That is true. SpongeBob, Family well, Guy. <laughs> the thing is, is that like whenever you have a TV show end, like sure like the people who grew up with that tv show or like are very fond of that tv show like like that becomes like a bit of a you know lesser tragedy because you grew up with all these characters and all these stories and then you know there's just no more of them but the thing is is like with like creative media like what you're supposed to do is that whenever a show ends other creative people take what they got out of that show and then like make something else and like put a new twist on it or like explore other ideas that that show couldn't or you know do that kind of thing and the massive tragedy of veggie tales is that as a christian show it was a very good christian show but it is the only christian show that was able to do what it is that's true that's true yeah. veggie tales veggie tales kind of took things different than any other christian show you know yeah it's almost like they communicate with people in a different way. They really, they really hit home, you know. Yeah, and you know what's supposed to happen is like, honestly, the ideal situation for VeggieTales is that the show ended after the bankruptcy, but everybody who watched the show and everybody who grew up with the show, like, took not only the Christian lessons but like the creative lessons from the show and were able to like do more than what VeggieTales could be. Did they did the funnies? Yeah, well, they did the funnies while teaching, like, these biblical morals. 
And, and that's tough. You don't see a lot of that. You see people want to, they really want to separate the sacred and the silly, you know? Well, yeah, but also, like, you, a lot of, like, my own creativity, like, is all rooted in VeggieTales. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I and I that. see, like, a lot of other creative people, especially online, like, pointing out VeggieTales as an inspiration. But they never really make other Christian content. Including myself. Like, I don't entirely have an interest in exclusively making Christian content. Yeah, yeah, me neither. It's kind of nice to make something that you can market to everyone, even though I'm a Christian. I like to, you know, not everything I make works with Christian content. Well, that's the thing. It's it's just kind of sad, like, VeggieTales, for all intensive purposes, like, for the rest of time, is going to be the only like, piece of Christian media that people point to. Probably 20 years from now, unless something drastic happens, like, people, for better or for worse, will always remember VeggieTales. But at a certain point, they're not going to remember it fondly, but they also aren't going to hate it. Because, like, the animation in the old episodes, sure, we grew up on that stuff, and, like, some of it has aged well, some of it hasn't. But there's going to be a certain point where nobody else has grown up on VeggieTales. That's true. And it's just like, or anything like VeggieTales. Like, if something else came up that did what VeggieTales did. <laughs> and sure, like, people would probably point out to, like, other Christian shows who, like, have the same kind of quality in writing or or something else. But noth- nobody has done what VeggieTales has done. You know, Phil Vischer said something about that, I think. He was like, um, someone asked him, they said, after 25 years, Bob and Larry are still on top. How do you feel about this? And he was like, there's not enough, I don't know if you saw this article, he said there's not enough competition in the Christian media market yeah. for Bob and Larry not to be on top. He said, so in 20 years from now, Bob and Larry are still on top, we have a problem. <laughs> yeah. I think that is a massive problem. We just we need more competition in the Christian market. Even though I do feel like it'd be really tough to compete with VeggieTales because they just they just had they had the thing, you know, the thing. Well, the thing is, is that like with VeggieTales, they had the thing that they had was like their own independency. Like if you oh yeah give artists like the the artists from like Disney and DreamWorks who flocked to VeggieTales because they wanted to, and you know. They wanted to explore these Christian and biblical ideas with their art. Like, a lot of artists right out there do want to do that kind of thing. And the only possible way they were able to do it is if somebody out there was able to build up this thing. Yeah, that's true. They had to, they had to have a... Um... It's easier to come into a team than try to create the team from scratch, right? It's a lot easier. Yeah, so they 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 were able to be part of something big without exclusively having created that thing, which I think well, is my, pretty special. Well, my point is, is that like people want there is a need for like that kind of Christian content, and there is a need for people to want to make that kind of Christian content, and Veggie Tales is the only was the only opportunity for people to do that. 
It was for a while. Now it's not, right? Because you got like Wing Feather Saga and stuff that people from Big Idea are, are jumping on. Um, well, yeah. But also, like, they're people from Big Idea. Like, that's just kind of the thing that they do. That's true. That's kind of their soul project, you know? Yeah. You know, I fingers crossed though, that there will always be good Christian content. I haven't watched enough of the Wing Feather Saga to make any judgment on it. Like, yeah, me neither. I'm not, I'm not biased to VeggieTales, except I totally am biased to VeggieTales. <laughs> and I watched a little bit of Wing Feather Saga, and all I could do was compare it to VeggieTales. And I was like, huh, this isn't VeggieTales. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, it's very much its own thing. It is, it is. So you really got to go into it from a different perspective. I'm sorry, who is pinging me? Oh my lord. What the heck? Someone just pinged me 17 friggin' times. I'm sorry, I got to close Discord. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, they just went Finn, 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 Finn. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying for sure. VeggieTales is um, it's one of those projects that doesn't come around often. And when it does, it takes a while to get off the ground because now people are so used to VeggieTales, it might be, I don't know. It, it is tough to make something that looks good in comparison, and you know, to an extent. I mean, if you're, if you're... But that's also like another tragedy of it. It's like everything that's going to come out is going to be compared to VeggieTales. That's true. That's a um. That's true. That's true. Because VeggieTales is um, in VeggieTales market, it kind of stands alone. You know. Yeah. Well, in the Christian media market, like I constantly see, like anytime any any other like piece of Christian media pops up, first comment always mentions VeggieTales. That's true. And you go to any Christian bookstore, I think it's like 90% VeggieTales stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going yeah. to Christian bookstores back in like 2010, and literally all you saw was VeggieTales stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's lessened over the years, but that's just because, like, the hype of VeggieTales is dying down. Yeah, yeah, but the fans can in still the, keep In it the grander media scale. But at that point, like, nothing, absolutely nothing is filling that void. That's true. That is true. We don't really have any franchise like that, that that can step in. I'll tell you what, though. I went to Walmart yesterday, and they had stocked up on VeggieTales products, and I was so happy. It was just yes. movies, but I was very happy to see them in store. Walmart, I think, still has that deal from, like, the 90s that they sell, <laughs> still sell VeggieTales stuff. They probably do. I saw, like, multiple movie collections. I was going to buy one, but I came back, and someone literally bought the whole stack off the shelf, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> but they were like seventeen dollars because it was a big collection. So, <laughs> oh well, <laughs> uh, that's crazy. So, what's your hope for the fandom's future? So, for VeggieTales' future, um, you're saying VeggieTales in itself as a franchise maybe doesn't have a future, right? Like big idea making content maybe isn't going to happen. But you're hoping that more Christian media like VeggieTales will happen, and that people who love VeggieTales will make content. Well, that I think it's inspired by VeggieTales, right? I mean, whether or not VeggieTales keeps making on content, like I think the franchise is still going to die either way because I even if they do like bring back all of the artists that used to work on VeggieTales, like people change and things change and the culture changes. Like it's never ever going to be the same. There's never, ever, 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 ever been a show, a show like, like VeggieTales. Tales. There we go. That's true. 
<laughs> they knew it back then. They were like, you know what? There'll never be anything like this. Thirty you know, years it, from now, two people are gonna be on a podcast talking about this. Let's give them a quote. It was a little, it was a little, it was a little pretentious when they did it back in nineteen ninety three. But you know, I think they they got a point. <laughs> a little bit vain, you know. <laughs> there has never been a show like Veggie Tales. Deal with it. <laughs> but they but proved this right. It's for better or for worse. It's true. It is true. It is true. I mean, you can't say that about all shows, you know. Like you yeah. can't say there has never ever been a show like Peppa Pig. Because there have been many, many, many shows like Peppa Pig. But my point is, is that like whether or not Big Idea like continues making content, I think in the grander culture, like Veggie Tales is going to die off. But like, you know, series end and things die off all the time. But like the fandoms can still grow and flourish and all that. So yeah, like for true. the the fandom as a whole, like. I, I just want people to keep making things because it's fun and I like making things and I like seeing other people make things. The Bob animation you're working on makes me so happy. <laughs> just waving his stem, smiling. <laughs> he's, very, he's very silly. He's a very he's, silly man. He's so happy. <laughs> so happy. What a happy little tomato. <laughs> I mean, that's also like the reason why I don't give out my rigs like, you know, some other people do is that like the a lot of the... My back in like the early days, whenever I first started making these VeggieTales animations, I posted my Larry rig like on a deep inside like a Discord server somewhere. I, I, I this is kind of just a theory. He could have just like developed it all by himself, but I'm pretty sure like Seaman Flip like got that rig and just kind of developed like his rig off of my rig. And if I were to like publicly post my rigs that's what i would want people to do with it you i wouldn't want own, yeah i wouldn't want people to like entirely use them for all of the videos i would want people to just like dissect them and just like see what i did and then make their own stuff out of that turn them into ocs <laughs> yeah <laughs> just turn larry purple and they're like look it's it's blary well also like blary animations 2003 <laughs> especially like back when I did first start, it was like very interesting to see like everybody trying to make their own versions of VeggieTales characters and you see like sure like each model like the proportions were a bit off and the colors were a bit off in every way but every model like kind of had their own appeal and they were all like very interesting to look at. I agree. I agree. Even the ones that didn't look specific like C-Main Flip's early models, those He's gotten way better at making them accurate, but there's still a certain charm to to his own design of them, you know? Yeah. I mean, to a certain extent, like, I don't care if mine are accurate. I just want them to look good. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like to a person who doesn't really follow VeggieTales, they look at them and they could think it's official because they do look accurate. But more importantly than accurate, I think they're very unique to your style. And yeah. it's like a trademark to your channel because when I see your model, I 100% know it's your model, you know? Yeah. There's something about the eyes, like, to where they, they obviously, they look like VeggieTales characters, but there's, like, a certain gourd trademark to them, you know, that you can just, you can just tell you made them. And, you know, I know it's not good to compare your work to other people, but, like, anytime I put something out, I'm serious when I say, I think, is this gourd animations quality? And the answer is always no, but I still have to put content out because I'll never get better if I don't. But I, I always it's... try to make it gourd quality, you know, and, you know, I'm still, still reaching for that. I'll get there eventually. Well, I think it's good to, like... 
it's good to compare yourself to other people as long as you keep it objective. If you just like, like, I, I, it's like, I, I heard a metaphor for this like very recently, but it's like when you pick up two rocks and you go like, this rock is smaller than this rock. Like you have to make completely meaningless statements like that in order to like truly have yourself grow as a person by comparing yourself to other people. So I go, Gord's animation looked good. My no, animation looks like it that's, was like that's the complete opposite of what I'm saying. <laughs> it was just like you really need to like dig down into like a bunch of theory stuff in order to like really get objective with that kind of thing. But like I I've been especially with my Rack Shack and Benny project, I've been trying to compare the stuff that I'm doing to specifically like 1997, 1999 VeggieTales and like trying to objectively look like, okay, this texture, they use kind of this thing and like kind of painted this way. I have these tools. What can I do with that? That's true. That's true. So kind of pick it apart, dissect it, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely like don't think I got up to that level, which I a good rule of thumb that I always do is like I always overshoot because you're not going to always aim get get at what you're aiming for. So like what I am internally aiming for is 1999 VeggieTales, but I'm hoping for like 1996 VeggieTales. Which yeah. I think I got there pretty good. I think so. Mushnick and Sun was beautiful. I watched that too many times because the fact that you didn't storyboard it is just amazing to me because <laughs> every camera angle is perfect. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that especially with some of the stuff that I'm doing like this year in particular, like their ideas that I've had for a very long time. So they've just been like stewing in my brain for the past few years. Oh, nothing like stewy ideas. you know. Nothing like brain stewed ideas. That's my favorite brain type. Brain stew. So yeah, that one I've had like since... 2018 2019 Ooh, i mean you saw the comparison i did on twitter that's right archibald and larry was in like his his yellow sweater from the easter special some of the 2010s episodes weren't bad i mean i personally i liked just about all of them but i do understand where you see they they changed um i'm not saying that they're bad i'm just saying they're different like where have all the staplers gone that hits hard that's 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 a good song that's good i like that one Pants. I like pants personally. I know a lot of people don't. I like pants. Pants is really good. Sweet Pea Beauty in itself was like, what am I watching? <laughs> I like pants. Pants was good. I like that. But one. also, that's what I'm talking about. Like, like trying to compare things objectively because it's like, and also like a big part of doing that is like knowing what your internal emotions and reactions to those things are. Where it's just like, I like this stuff of like early Veggie Tales, but don't like this stuff. Because they're just, like, two different things, and I have two different emotional reactions to that. And they are very different. Like, you watch the 2010s episode and 90s episode, they're the same characters, but they're they're so vastly different on so many levels, you know? Yeah. Some people prefer one thing over the other. That's just it. That's just how it's always going to be. <laughs> I, I like both, but, like, I I would think I would prefer the early stuff just because the plots felt more VeggieTales, and the later plots yeah. just felt like you could insert any character in them to an extent. I think you said that in one of the podcasts. Yeah, I think... we've talked for fifteen minutes. <laughs> I gotta wrap this up. <laughs> this, I think I'll just leave the whole thing in there, and people will be like, "Why did Gord get twenty minutes?" And I'm like, "Cause Gord is Gord. <laughs> Deal with it." <laughs> so what? I'm the what waffle your... king. He's the waffle king. He's the Burger King. Have it your way. You rule. Um, 
so what is your your future aspirations for your animations? I ask people this not because what they're doing isn't already amazing, because like you've already ten years ago, if you could see what you're doing now, you'd be like, oh my gosh, like it's it's remarkable. So like working for a company wise, voice acting wise, what is your ultimate goal with your animation career? Because you are one of the most professional animators I've ever seen, especially on a small scale. It's just it's amazing that you make such quality content on a small scale. More people more people need to see it, frankly. Um Flagged. so what are your what are your future aspirations, Mr. Animatio? Uh I don't I mean I do have aspirations. I just find I just think about them and I just kind of find them a bit silly, but I can't think of anything else. N- nothing wrong with I that. I could do. I mean like I, I do have just like this idea of like I could probably make like a small scale animation studio and just kind of like try to do things my own way and all that. Yeah. I mean, I, I Gord animations. It's possible. It's just going to be very, very difficult. At the moment, right now, all I'm really doing is just making things and seeing what happens. Well, with what you're doing with Rackshack and Benny, you've already got a studio working on that, right? That's that's pretty significant. Like, I mean, not a yeah, studio, I mean, but you've got a team together. Like, that's. That's impressive that, that you you got all those people together and that you all are making that. Like I'm, from what I've seen so far, I'm amazed. Well, like that is like kind of, I guess for now my magnum opus is basically like trying to do that kind of thing is what I've been trying to build up to for the past five years, and I've been animating for like ten, so that should give you some perspective. I love watching your early animations, the one where like. It was like I think the first one you did was like Larry remembers Larry and then Larry's mornings. Yeah. I love those so much. I I have a couple of them like far before that. I think they're still up on YouTube. Are they? Yes, they they will be very very difficult to find. I think one of them actually did get taken down for copyright. No, I think I deleted my channel at some point. There's Lost it... Gord Media. Oh no, there definitely is. <laughs> No. Well, Find the, that lost media. Welcome to the land of nothingness. Actually, found it. Oh, for real? How? Yeah. Did they like download it or something? Yeah, they they oh, wow. like sent it to me at some point and asked me if I was like that animator, and I was just like, frankly, really surprised that somebody had just been following me for that long. That is pretty impressive. I'm glad you got your channel back up. Well, if I, you ever I, dig up any lost media, you should just make like a lost media reel. That'd be amazing. That would be because I delete a lot of stuff very often. I know I shouldn't, but I have very minimal space on my computer. I mean, I always try to save everything I make, even if it looks like garbage, which yeah, some of it does. And I, I would have a very hard time seeing anything you make not look good because <laughs> it's just perfect every time. Um, Wait, I, I do but... have like some sketches from like middle school that were like planning to make like. A quote-unquote animated series. Post them. Post them. Post them. I don't Is it know. like the sixty seconds guy with like the hair and the? No, that's a very color. like my own modern style thing. I love that. I love definitely that. Definitely something that I'm trying to develop into the my way. own thing. But like back in the day, it was very much like like VeggieTales characters. They were very technically like limited to what I was what I was capable of doing. So they were just like cubes with faces. Because all that was on, like, all the tutorials were just, like, Minecraft animations. 
which is like how right, to make it was all Minecraft, Minecraft. Right? or Shrek well, SFM. No, well, like the tutorials were like how to make like a Minecraft Steve rig. So I just kind of like <laughs> took those basics and then like try to stylize them so they had like big round Amazing World of Gumball eyes and try to like make the the mouth like move. That's still kind of like a te- technique that I use. I used it for my Gus and Eddie animations. It's like the same mouth ring that I've used for the past 10 years. I like that one. I like that one. That was cool. That so was yeah, I'm cool. just, I'm going to make things. And if just, people just like them, it. I'll keep making things. And if they don't like them, then too bad. If they don't like, well, uh, uh, the other thing is that I'm looking for backup plans at the moment. I don't have any at the moment. So just like if you don't want to animate what you'd want to do instead? I mean, I have, well, if I don't have the capabilities to like build my own studio, which is like the only goal I have at in mind at the moment that kind of appeals to me. That would be amazing. Like you could literally call it Gord Animation Studios, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have like a rebrand idea. Oh, like no. Already. No, you're going to rebrand? You'll like it. It's silly and fun. I like it. Is it Gordithy, Timothy, Jonathan? No, it's gonna. I'm gonna keep it the same name, but I'm just gonna like have a new banner and profile picture. Oh, I have I'm like a logo or something. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I love what you're doing so far. Everything you make is just so authentic. I think authentic is the word. It's very authentic. Like it's a very good word to use. I think so too. It's it's very it's it's a fancy word. It's it's authentic. What you make is quite authentic, Mister Gord. <laughs> Um, it is uh, it blows me away every time I see it. I, I, I'm like, that is an authentic piece of work right there. That is, that is quite authentic. I mean, there's still a bunch of other things that I can improve on. I've only been doing for for ten years. Well, I need ten more in order to master it. I am, I can't see anything in your current animations that I think needs improved on. Which, like, I'm dead serious. Like, Mushnik and Son is perfect you know like it's just perfect no, like there's a bunch of lighting things that i don't really like and there's some camera angle stuff that i'm no. like eh, i could change these things and make it look better no it's perfect it's for, like my beautiful. recent animation for like the 60 second ones there's like some models that it's like i could have done better on that no i love the whacked up angles like the veggie tales well there is that stuff. but i just mean like adding like a bit more detail like the books the books i could have added more detail to make it look more like their books or or put titles on them. You did wait. Did, you didn't have titles, right? No, I didn't. They were just like cubes. <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong with that. Just a very basic basic scenery, you know. Well, but, yeah, but very I, unique I like, at the same time. I like abstracting stuff. I like, especially. I got this a lot out of my painting. Is just like having the the most minimal information that I can possible while still making things believable. I there really like doing that kind of thing. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Just keep it. Keep it simplistic so people know what they're looking at, and it's nice, and it's tight, yeah. and it's I, authentic. Uh, a, a guilty pleasure of mine is uh, CG faceting. You know, whenever you can like see actually see the polygons on a model, that's a guilty pleasure of mine. I just like looking at those models, like early oh, VeggieTales eyes. I think I know what you're talking about, like the, the lattice around them or whatever, where you can like... Well, no, like the, like whenever, like the early VeggieTales eyes, whenever they kind of look like stop signs... Oh, the rigid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that's they, were, a, they were always a little rigid. Yeah, that's a guilty pleasure of mine. I don't like everything completely and utterly smooth. I like look. I like angles. I like that too. That that makes it authentic. <laughs> it makes it. It makes you, it. You actually see can see that in some of my drawings is that I I purposefully like put angles on round drawings 
Because I just I'll, like that. I gotta look at that. Your bob is perfect. You got the bob shape down with like wide bob, you know. Yeah. And I always just draw them a circle, which is very, you know, typical. Um, but you've really you've examined the characters in a way I don't think a lot of fans have. And I think that's why your content is is so. I did have to like try to make them like as authentic as possible for Rack Shack Adventure. Like those rigs, I spent like six months just like tweaking all the models, making sure they look as good as possible. I love them. An entire six months of production for Rack Shack Adventure was spent doing that. I love. That's why we only recently started animating. How recently? uh like january Ooh, so you got a little while to go yeah well i said on the post that it was supposed to come out in december whoop do showed me some tests that they made and they look they look really really good so far like tests that were unrelated to the actual episode just like some yeah. things that they did to, to test out the rigs um and they're they're perfect they look amazing I gotta jump off here <laughs> i got so many people scheduled um <laughs> <laughs> i will probably I'm torn. I'll either include this whole thing in the episode, or I'll edit it down. Um, we did go I'll, a little bit off topic in some places. But if you're cool with it, I'll put this whole thing up. It's like no, I'm cool with it. Okay, awesome. So I might I might edit it down for the hundredth episode for the segment to make sure everyone has a kind of an equal time. But then put the whole interview as a separate thing and say, hey, we talked a lot more than this. Delve in. All right. <laughs> we we got to do an interview about Rack Shack and Benny as it gets closer, and I'm trying to start a separate podcast uh unrelated to veggie tales just related to animation and i'd love to talk yeah. about your original concepts there sometime that'd be great i mean just hit me up anytime I'm, I'm always happy to talk you demand the legend the gourd himself that was my good friend gourd animations someone who i'm honored to get to talk to quite frequently um and now on to our review I'm embarrassed to admit that I did not realize Sock Drawer came before Big River Rescue, and then somebody asked me if I was going to be reviewing Sock Drawer before Big River Rescue, and I was like, yes, but then I forgot and reviewed Big River Rescue, because the last episode was very off the cuff. So, here is Lessons from the Sock Drawer, which came out in May of 2008, while Big River Rescue came out in July of 2008. So, random fact, this isn't really important to the episode, I only have one copy of this DVD, um, and I literally got it when it came out, my mom went to the store and came home with the DVD, and I was like, ah, Veggie Tales! So yeah, I only have that one copy. I haven't seen another one since then. At least not, like, you know, a physical, like, copy that I could hold while I was shopping. They're online, but, you know, I'll wait till I happen to cross one in a thrift store and pick up an extra. Um, but mine still plays perfectly fine. It's a, it's a great DVD. Either way, um, Sock Drawer, I don't think it's streaming. That's another fact. I'm gonna look that up, actually, right now. You're gonna hear my keyboard, because I'm using a super, super sensitive and, and not wonderful mic, but it's all I got. Lessons... From the sock, you can hear every key, can't you? Lessons from the sock drawer. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, maybe it is streaming. Hold on. I'll be very relieved if it is. Okay, well, there's a cover someone made that looks like a Pureflix cover, but I don't see it. Uh, whew. Oh, here's a great picture. Hold on. I'll make sure to share this cover for Lessons from the Sock Drawer. All the pictures on the wiki that are coming up are from Going Up, which is a skit that is in this episode originally from Sumo of the Opera. Uh, let me see. Lessons from the Sock Door. Sock Door. Sock Drawer. Streaming. Uh, on Just Watch. Hold on. Oh, it's not available for streaming. So on Just Watch, I found the Sock Door page. I'll screenshot this. It says not available for streaming. Uh, and it gives a description. Well, huh. 
not online. It's not streaming. Let me let me try PureFlix. It's not on Yippee. Lessons from the sock drawer is let me see. It might still be on their website for sale. Oh no, it's out of stock on their website. Okay. Um, well, it's not streaming anywhere. Uh, it might be on YouTube, but probably not. It probably got blocked if it was on YouTube. Wow, what a shame. Sock drawer is not streaming. Y'all, get the word out. You can't watch Lessons from the Sock Drawer streaming online. What the heck? And there are literally pictures and all sorts of movie sites and TV show sites are mentioning it and saying this is the VeggieTales video, VeggieTales episode, VeggieTales special, whatever. But it's not streaming. It's not on Yippee. It's not on PureFlix. Ah, it makes me mad. Y'all, we got to get Sock Drawer out there. Oh, look at this awesome prototype cover. Hold on. I know I've seen this before, but I'm going to screenshot it and share. And I'm going to screenshot the current cover. And I'm going to screenshot the cover that I have. And it was also included in a collection. Hold on. Let me see if I can find the cover where it had a silly song with it. A silly song video. I'll show all these after I screenshot them. Yep, and here's this one. I'm just going to go ahead and show all the different covers for Sock Drawer. Gosh, get the word out there, guys. Sock Drawer is a great episode. Um, Clearly, the DVD isn't terribly common to find because I've only found the one. And it's not streaming. Uh -huh. But you know what? It's a matter of time before they throw it up on Yippee or PureFlix. It's not like it's lost media or even rare media. You know, it's, I don't think it's rare. Um, so, yeah. It'll be up eventually. I'd be shocked if it isn't. Um, so, just, you know, fingers crossed they get that one out there. Because for whatever reason, they haven't. Sock Drawer is one of my favorite collection episodes. Um, excuse me. Right Along With God Made You Special. I think it's a really, really phenomenal uh, compilation. It was really cool just to see short stories all put into one episode. And the way they tied it together with it being, you know, things Larry's pulling out of his sock drawer, stories he's pulling from his sock drawer, and the way they tied it to the lesson where they actually did get a letter from a kid in this compilation, and the reason they showed all the shorts was to cheer the kid up, and that, you know, joy is the best medicine, or whatever they say in the end. Really, really well put together special. Um, clearly not something that they're, you know, they didn't animate the whole thing, so it's not like they spent a bunch of money making this then again maybe they did i don't know maybe that maybe they they spent all sorts of money putting this together i have no idea all i know is that it's a phenomenal episode and uh or special phenomenal special highly recommend it if you haven't seen it it's just uh it's a whole lot of fun i'm distracted by this prototype cover it's so bizarre but i love it yeah so the prototype cover they just had like existing renders uh and then for the actual cover they made new renders. That's so cool. They made new renders of all of the characters and, and scenes that they needed to show. So originally the prototype was just stock images, and they were like, "Ah, eh, it's a little odd, awkward looking. And so they went through and re-rendered an entire image. Man, those were the days. Okay, so yeah, Lessons from the Sock Drawer. A great episode. One of my favorite collections. Very well made. Thank you. So before I wrap this episode up, I want to give a shout out to What's the Big Idea podcast. Most people have probably heard of that. If you're listening to this, you're, you're probably aware of other VeggieTales podcasts. But it's relatively new, so I still want to just give it a shout-out and make more people aware of it. If I could even get one more person aware, then it's worth it. A lot of really great interviews, um, interesting stuff, Big Idea employees on there. Super cool. Make sure you check it out. What's the Big Idea podcast, hosted by Raziel and Mr. Lunch. Thank you very much for tuning in to episode 107 of The Ultimate Unofficial, and we will see you all next time. Goodbye.